and when they switched, they like changed all the apps and stuff. So it's all in transition right now, mm. which is what we're seeing everywhere, right? Yeah. The church is in transition. The body, the uh, work of the Holy Spirit. All in 1900, on New Year's Day, in Rome, the Pope, out of the Holy Spirit window in the Vatican, declared the 20th century as a century of the Holy Spirit, and prayed for the Holy Spirit for the bishops to give the Holy Spirit to the people. Mm. The message that he was given is give Catholics back the Bible. So anyway, he proclaimed that. The bishops didn't listen. Um, nothing happened, but God reached that little group. Mm. New Year's Day, 1901. 120 years later, we did a live stream from the foundation. Mm. And I was there. I helped do the 12-hour live stream. I helped mm. do the stream the next morning. And then through that time, that's 2020 into 21, that's where the Holy Spirit's connected me with this charismatic mm. covenant group that's there and just in the last two weeks, all of a sudden, <laughs> mm. Holy Spirit has brought people back to the foundation. They were ready to tear the building down, put it in a parking lot. They were like, well, you know, nothing's happening there. We'll put up a plaque or something. Yeah. All of a sudden, Holy Spirit stirred people up. And the one guy is like hearing from people all around the world, wait, why are people coming back to the foundation? Mm. There was another prophet that was doing things. And I was like, oh, he had these... Um, symbols that the Holy Spirit gave him that he was going to bear, that he gave to his disciples, six in each day, to bury in key locations. And when I heard him saying that, I was like, oh, one of them's going to go to the foundation, to Stones Folly, to Kansas, that's what's going They're going to go there. So I contacted my friend there, that's the historian there, I was like, oh, by the way, someone's probably going to come with you. He's like, they're coming Tuesday. I told him, like, on a Saturday. So he's like, they're, they're, he, gets, he gets back with me a little later. They're coming Tuesday. I was like, oh, cool. I said, keep it private. But it's it's really funny that. And then people are like, wait, you're going to work with Catholics? I'm not working with the Catholic Church. I'm working with charismatic believers within the church, which is what I've done my whole life, I find people within whatever with denomination, the, it doesn't matter. There's a difference with the other so-called Pentecostal who don't believe even the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, there's so many. Because if I hit an obstacle, sometimes it's better to just move past it rather than focus on it, right? Because how long would I be trying to figure out how to fit? Oh, yeah. That would be busy. So, welcome to Sermons from a Different Point of View. I'm here with Teo, whose last name I don't pronounce correctly, <laughs> from Rwanda. <laughs> What's your name, Teo? You made it up anyway. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Teo Makombe. Yeah, he's from Rwanda. Um, I think it's a non-accent. It's just a sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're getting it. I, there's neighbors of mine that have the... European last names I don't pronounce well or something. I, don't know. I, I still <laughs> struggle. Mine should be easy. I, I still struggle with English, yeah. but so you're from Rwanda. Um, God saved you through the genocide, sent you on this race for life that's brought you here today. You know, here we are in Springfield, Missouri. Um, we met uh, about 13 years ago. It was in October of uh, 10, 2010. Um, so next month will be, uh, what, 13 years, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been a fun, interesting journey. The way I see it, God 
the Holy Spirit sent you to the United States as a missionary, so you came as a missionary. I'm one of those individuals that you missionaried. <laughs> and then uh, equipped you and, uh, you know, sent you back now as a missionary to Rwanda. Which is interesting because you... I think typically someone wouldn't call someone that was born in a place a missionary to there, but I really do see you as a missionary to there. So you've been traveling the United States for a few months now. Yeah, two months now. Two months. So tell me some of the things you're seeing, what the Holy Spirit's talking to you, um, whatever's well, on your heart. For some reason, whenever I meet a people, God tells me what they need. Mm. But uh, the the common message would just be the same. I will, I will stick to that. Uh, people have lost the confidence in the in the, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Not that they lost it, like it got lost somewhere. They just forgot. Yeah. Yeah. So they have so many things they say. Uh, Almost gotten used to yeah. things just being the way it is. Yeah, just knowing we are Christians and maybe people yeah, got it. Yeah. And people don't get it. So, I realized we probably have the big unrich people group in the U.S. Yeah. Born and raised, do life as normal, but they never heard the name of Jesus. Oh, the yeah. way they hear it, though, it's a movie, cursing, mm. basically... Right. Yeah. Using the Lord's name in yeah. vain, they get mad and yeah. they call it. That's and, all they they know about Jesus. You can try to tell them about Jesus; they think it's a joke. Right. And the church has become more, more like a hidden uh, community because it's a really closed door. Nobody's interested because they they don't sell anything. People mm. don't come to buy anything. So they see a building there. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Freemason Church. Mm -hmm. been, I don't even think I can walk in it. Right. But I see them there. Yeah. I think they, that's the way they see us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they whatever see, it is, yeah. whatever they do, it's just a big building with a cross on top. Waste of time or something. Yeah. Even. Nobody knows what kind of product they make there. Yeah. So, but we, we sit there waiting for people to come. Mm. And uh, so, where I, on my field, back home, whatever home is, <laughs> the truth is I don't have a home. Right. And people, if I come here, they say that's a home. Yeah. If I go home, they tell me this is my home. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the opposite of where you are. Yeah. So that's why being a missionary is not, you're never a missionary to somewhere. Mm. You're a missionary said somewhere. But that where doesn't make you a missionary. <laughs> you know? So you are being sent yeah. daily yeah. wherever you are. Probably to the place I've been more often, <coughs> but doesn't really change anything. Right. Uh, when you think about going, uh, people think about going very far. Yeah. But they, they forget even going closer in your neighborhood mm, is right. going. Yes. So missing that, it's a missing the blessing behind the house. Right. You think you grow tomatoes. Right. 
But you do, those are tomatoes. You, you can forget them and go buy oh, yeah. the ones in a Walmart. Absolutely. You know, Walmart is behind your house. Yep. But you have to drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you drive Well, I'm an American. I'll drive. Yeah. 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 I, I could walk if I yeah. wanted to. But yeah. That, that, Jump the fence. That, well, the grass may be long over there. I have to go around. Yeah. yeah that's it. So it is uh, very interesting that that's what Christians did. And I see better when I go and I come back. Because mm. when I come back, you got to advance in the technology. Yeah. And you, you got different toys, different stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. And uh, sometimes the churches give me the, the technology that is outdated. Mm -hmm. It's very new to me. Right, right. It. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> like, why are you giving this away? Well, we've been using this for 10 years. Yeah. Really? 10 years you had it? Yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> well, I've never heard of it before. <laughs> so, but then uh, the, the results... Yeah. What you what you get in the end is what is very interesting, mm. because the target for Jesus is human souls. Yeah, people don't think about human souls. They don't no. think about the loss. They just right. think about if our church is a fool. They more bodies than yeah. souls. Yes, you fill the church with the bodies, but you never really uh, let's say you never look for them. Which means not really bringing that freedom, right? That yeah. one of the or a primary thing mm -hmm. is the salvation of our soul. Yeah. So, the best definition I still been using it for years: mind, will, and emotions is one way that they describe the soul. And so, if people are still bound up in their mind, mm -hmm. their will's still doing all flesh yeah. things, their emotions are all in turmoil. What's being offered? I think you actually have uh, church migration because they move from one church to another. Mm -hmm. But it's the same community that is just uh, people are fighting over. Mm -hmm. Because if I started a church next to yours, mine is bigger, it's yeah. bigger. I get paid more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I will tell you, what are you doing? You know, yeah. just close yours and come to mine. Yeah, just come over here. We got it all together. successful. Yeah. But somehow I managed that it's a power of administration. Mm -hmm. I can I can put people together. Mm -hmm. I can actually manipulate people to come mm -hmm. to another place. Sure. So and if I can get to pay me to do that, right? Uh, it's a big engine. It goes on, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I just travel. I run a guy and have no titles. Nobody <laughs> knows me. I'm just observing. I right. can, like I said, I can see people dying, but I can't stop them. Right. Because they, I don't have a name. Uh, you know. They have but, a choice. You can tell them about the choice, but yeah. if they don't listen, yeah, that's can, that, uh, that's what Jesus ran into, right? Yeah. He spoke with authority, yeah. and yet so many were like, "Well, who is he?" Mm -hmm. Well, he's from Nazareth. He's uh, he, nobody comes. Nah, he's like, like Joseph we know him. You know, <laughs> we know his. And uh, yeah. James was at the bar last yeah. night. I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That is what really tricks people. So I, I, I'm speaking to churches. Yeah. Every Sunday. Yeah. I think I have about twenty-five churches now. And it's really interesting, even to prepare a message. Yeah. Come sitting, I'm thinking, I asked my wife, she's got a schedule, I'm like, what church are we going to? She tells me, I'm like, 
uh, we don't need to prepare message. Yeah. There is no room for it anyway. <laughs> because when we go there, I know what they're going to expect. They're going to ask me what's going on there. Yeah. They want report. Yeah. This is a report of what happened the uh, past three years. Yeah. But I have uh, the happening now. Right now. They don't have room for it. Right here. Yeah. yeah. So I I'm I'm forced to just give a report and a go. Yeah. But there's some other churches. They know me. Yeah. If I show up, I ask them how much do I have. They say, oh, as long as you want. Yeah. So what is going to happen to that church is that I go up front. Yeah. And pray and say, God, look, they give you time. Yeah. <laughs> you can what do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> So at that moment, it happens. I've been there to a couple of churches that are very close and almost in the same cities. Mm -hmm. And I ministered there a long time ago. I was a missionary still, mm -hmm. but they invited me and I went there to speak. They said, you know what, we're going to have another service in the afternoon. They planned it. Mm -hmm. So they invited everybody. They came in afternoon and said, God, never seen American church open this much. It's a beautiful <laughs> church, right? So I get up front and say, you know, God, look, they want you. This has nothing to do with me. Right. So I stand there and I say, God, what do you want to say? What do you want to do? That's actually the moment I'm expecting me to speak. I'm quiet. They're like, what's happening with this guy? You know? Mm -hmm. You know, so I told my wife and the kids to come up front. When they came, these uh, people who never speak, my wife can talk, but kids, yeah. terrified, you know? Right. So I gave them a microphone. I give microphone to Sifa, who really never talk, even though yeah. they're friends, just a few words. Right. She began to prophesy. Yeah. Headed over to bed, prophesy. She started to prophesy. And the congregation is just puzzled that these little kids, they're just speaking from the heart of God, you know? Yeah. They can then, hear they can hear God yeah, speaking hear through God. Yeah. kids. And me, I'm standing there as the main speaker. Right. But I'm listening. Yes. So it's better to listen. Yes. So when I'm listening, I can see like a movie mm. inside the church. I see the pen here, I see suicide there, I see... Then I start to call them out. Mm -hmm. So a few years later, I go back, I meet the people and say, Oh, my name is this and that. Uh, we met, we met. Yeah. I don't remember. So <laughs> I don't remember meeting you. It's like, well, in your service, I got healed. In my service. <laughs> my service. <laughs> when did I have one? <laughs> I don't think I have that kind of service. But what they remind me, I remember it is an open church. Yeah. They were open for God to walk. So I should say, I got healed too. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't just my service, you know? Right. So recently, I, I will say probably three months ago, I went to teach in a refugee camp. I will probably never forget this. I show up. Now, let me start from my house. I had a back issue, bad, really bad. Pain. Yeah, I had a heavy pain. My backbone was so crooked. Yeah. 
you can feel it even without the doctor telling you what happened. You can right. feel it. So I was a crooked, really on the side. So I put clothes on, ready after shower. I'm thinking, ready to go. My wife is sitting on a bed, watching me. Then I sneezed. Uh oh. Yeah, when you sneeze, oh. it's a back issue. Dude, I, I've had my whole body hurt when I've sneezed hard, and I didn't even have back problem at the time. So I sneezed and it fell on the bed. He said, well, I can call your friends and tell them it's not happening. You stay. I said, no, no, no. no. Mm -hmm. That's not how we do it. Right. <laughs> I'm going. If I die there, it's a God's fault. <laughs> he shouldn't have had you yeah. go. <laughs> I pick up the cane and my wife walked me to the truck. I drove to the camp. When they saw me, they just felt bad. Mm. They said, Let's pray for them, you know. So they lay hands on me. The backbone went back to the center. I could feel it moving. Yeah. It was a painless. Yeah. That it confused me for the pain I had. Even sitting, I needed a cane to, to yeah. sit. So. It's, it, it, Did you it's, hear it? <laughs> it's weird when you feel the bones. I, I know I've been. The bone moved. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not moving it. Right. It's as if you you are sitting on a machine, and it's pulling you. Yeah. But you had nothing to do with it. Right. But an outside feel. force. Yes. Yeah. And the pain is gone, so I had to get outside and do some exercise. Yes. I took off. I ran. Yeah. You know, then I came back and I spoke. When I began to speak, I had a picture of scan of how my back was crooked. Uh -huh. So I projected on the wall and told them, this is what you did. This bone moved from this side to this side. Yeah. They can see it with their own eyes that I got healed. Yeah. And guess who got healed? The main speaker of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to understand, it has nothing to do with us. Right. You know? I am ministering to the ministers of the world. Right. But if I want, I could strike away their power, that power, and mm -hmm. take it away from them. Yeah. And they put it on me and they say, I'm the big guy here. Right. Right. So they will not have a chance to minister to me. Yeah. This is why everybody who thinks yeah. God called you to serve, yeah. you need to remember He called you to serve, not to be served. Yeah. And when the people remember that, I mean, and allow those that yeah. are serving you yeah. from leadership, mm. especially, yeah. to serve you. Because yeah. the more we're in leadership, the more we should be serving the, the workers, yes. the, the sheep, yeah. the, you know, all those. Yeah. Um, that's we don't say this word, but it comes to mind, control. Yeah. That's what prevents leaders from being served to serve. Yeah. It's just you control people so you stay on top. Yeah. But for me, I just realized, I don't know, I don't, I'm not a pastor of any church. Right. I don't have a community to push me to be on top. Yeah. I am a free man. Yes. But gosh, if I brought together people I discipled, I would have a mega church too. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. But then, why would I bring them in one place? What good would that do? Yeah, what it would limit their ability yeah. to go out, right? That's to tell them, hey. I brought you, I saved you, I'm your savior, come back and yeah. worship me. Isn't that what's happening? Yes. So, uh, we got a good man down, a good man down, they just kill themselves. The two gods of glory put mm. on themselves. Yeah. They are gone. Yeah. So, now I'm in a two different world. 
When you go to Africa, people become gods. Yes. Right? When you come to U.S., people are equal, but they are more clever. Mm. So a leader will not raise the head too much, but he will beat you with a degree. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have it. You keep. You let me stay here. Title, <laughs> yeah. education, mm -hmm. those things. So we know. Um, we know their superpowers. And then the leadership becomes the hindrance of the movement they were supposed to lead. Yeah. And so, so rather than bring the flow yeah. of the spirit, mm -hmm. the anointing, the, the yeah. you know, you look at the early church, you know, mm -hmm. day of Pentecost, you know, you look at and it's just shortly after they're praying again. The Holy Spirit's coming on them again. You know, it's that, that refilling that, yeah. and that commitment to bringing the Word. And it's like, um, yeah. So, here's another thing. You asked what I see. Yeah. It bothers me so much. Yeah. I read a scripture probably 20 years ago. I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. War is a nation whose the king is a woman. I searched it for a long time. Mm -hmm. right? I'm thinking, of course, a king means a man. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> yeah. But a king, when a king becomes a woman, she's not a queen. She still king kind of is a king. Yeah, 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 it <laughs> you know? doesn't quite yeah. work. Yeah. So, why would a woman refuse to be a queen and be a king? Yeah. So I came back to the U.S., as I always do every two or three years. Right. I show up, the king is a woman. Ah. Uh, completely. Men is a silent. Yeah. And the, the devil has caused so much a confusion that every woman is feeling responsible to take over and lead. Yeah. And why do they feel so responsible? Why do they take that heavy responsibility? Right. What is the man? A man has been a trainer for a long time to be silent. Yeah. And we made these jokes, bro, everybody is guilty for this. Right. If, uh, you know... Happy, happy wife, happy, happy life. life, happy life, life or, you know? <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. If a man is not happy, no one You're just, yeah, just, just agree. And and just, you know. So it was a joke from the beginning. Now right. we think, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, it, you know, to, just to add to yeah. that, mm. you look at history and, and what I have seen personally, the woman's God many times is the God of the home. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it becomes, un and that that was the problem at the beginning, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, the woman listened to the voice. Yeah, that was the wrong voice. It was a fine. Yeah, actually, they think a woman was oppressed, mm. but I look into the Bible with the Jesus giving mm. so much of freedom to women. Oh yeah, and. Uh, there is, there's been injustice in the world. Yes. People don't understand. The world brought injustice to women. Yes. They bring a woman who caught in adultery, not by herself, by another man. Where's the guy? <laughs> she was guy? caught in what? With, with who? Well, caught. So only there was two Jesus. people involved, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's go review yeah. this again. <laughs> so only Jesus 
managed to save this woman mm. by talking to men. Yeah. I said, oh, okay, you saint, you know, holy the people. The very law yeah. <laughs> they thought they could trap yeah. Jesus with mm -hmm. was the one that convicted them. Mm -hmm. Wow. What do you think about this woman? She, she sinned. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, the one who has no sin, pick up a stone. Because I know you guys are a saint. Yeah. If you believe it. Yep. Now is that the stone? <laughs> yep. You know? And so now, people need to understand this. I heard about this. They are twisting the scripture. Now, not just twisting it, they are rewriting the Bible. Oh, yeah. What's happening now is, oh, this is happening in China and the communism. Oh, yeah. Because they know they can't be the Bible, they have to change it. So when the scripture says that Jesus asked the woman, where are the men who are going to stone you? Mm -hmm. I don't know, they left. Yeah, where are your but accusers? Then he said, go say no more. Yeah. They're, they're switching. They're rewriting something there. Then Jesus stoned her himself. Because, okay. <laughs> because she's supposed to be stoned. Because he could, not yeah. the all. Wow, okay. So <laughs> now, <laughs> you understand how this is going? Wow. Communism wants to continue to control. If you sin, we can hang you. There is mm -hmm. no mercy. Yeah. They try to cover Jesus' mercy completely. That is merciless. Mm -hmm. But we believe him. Hmm. So the communism now is going to accept Jesus like a Roman deity. Yeah. You know? But they, 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 they accepted Jesus. They brought Greek gods, Greek preachers to come and take You just got to accept our Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So now, our, this is all we're going. Our Savior. Our, yeah. If we come back to the nations whose the king is a woman, mm. if you look at the U.S., we don't know who's leading. No. And... The country is kind of used to be free, but now is it free to take? <laughs> yeah. It's a kind of free stuff hanging there. Free for everybody. a few billion, you can have whatever yeah. you want. Help yourself. Land, businesses, whatever, don't matter, people. So, free without freedom. Yeah. But where we are going is this every man in his house needs to fight. Yes. Unusual fight because. Now, you will fight your wife because she's not used to this. What you're bringing, mm -hmm. she's not used to it. And you're not talking physical fighting. Yeah. <laughs> if you go with the physical, you end up in a Yeah, job. you'll be in you trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, I appreciate so much my wife because she realized this ahead of time. Nice. And then she can fight that spirit. I don't have to mm. fight that spirit. Good. She helps me fight it. Yes. But it comes always. Oh yes. And when it comes, she she can get carried away sometimes, and then she will apologize. She come mm -hmm. back to apologize. But why? Because she knows the fight. Yeah. You know. But so we come. I travel with her. Some people ask me, "Are you still with uh, Brie?" Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah. 
yeah. it's a permanent. It never lasts, you know. Yeah, that was. And, <laughs> yeah, so the American idea. There was a comedian yeah. years ago that did, did this. You know, it's like someone's like, "Yeah, I've been married thirty-five years." He's like, "You know, you don't have to do that." Yeah. You know, like that's the American idea, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Five years, yes. whatever, ten years, whatever. So the idea is, you know, I used to deal with the same wife because nobody expects to be the same wife for 30 years. Right. So if I go, uh, some, sometimes I have to hide her back home because right. they see her color, it changes everything. Yeah, they're, yeah, so like so, a white person is rich, or yeah, they're, yeah mm, and so it's, yeah. they don't even know how yeah. to see him as a person yeah. in many ways. I start ways. to travel alone, then they ask me, so is your wife in Rwanda? Mm -hmm. Look, I don't believe a wife should be in the U.S. and me in Africa and still be married. Yeah. Because there is an option where men send their wives for a year somewhere. Wow. Okay. And sometimes they say, well, it's for school reason. That These people are not in a relationship. They yeah. are broken up. Yeah. Because if a woman can be away for a year, sure. I don't see. I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because the, one. Well, and that's uh, a big thing um, that the enemy definitely destroys is the nuclear family, right? The, yes. The one man, mm -hmm. one woman. You know, yeah. the children, the family, the home, the all of that, and. It's kind of hard to do that yeah. separate. We had this movement going on and they're tricking us. And this is part of the life you're asking me. Do I see people mm. believing what I believe, seeing this things the same way? There was a Black Lives Matter and I'm black. Right. Well, it came Wait, up every, you're black? I didn't uh, know that. You do have a dark I thought, just, I thought you were tanning, man. I didn't know. They, call, they told me to call myself black. Dude, I think some people so, think I'm white, and I'm not. Yeah. Look at this. That's, that's, that is not white skin. Look. I mean, I can get a little bronzer, but yeah. that's... I, now, some people in my family are yeah. white. I yeah. mean, they are white. They can't go... Milk toast maybe, white. They can't go out in the maybe sun. Maybe talking white here. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow... When that movement came up, I, I observed it. Like everybody right. seeing it. To me, I saw the devil. Yeah. Right? So it, it, I will look weird to the rest of black people. Yeah. Like you, so you think now you became white? Yeah. I don't want to go there. I don't want to think, you know, I, I, I am who I am. Right. I have no problem. With identity crisis, and I don't have. <laughs> you it. don't have to go find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but here's an issue. maybe for a year you can go find yourself. Yeah. Within a year two, people go on the website discover their main target is a nuclear family. Yeah, they don't want a husband, a wife, and the kids to live together. They actually spelt it out in mm -hmm. their agenda. Yeah, you looked at it specifically yeah. because you were. Yeah. Interested. What is this, yeah. right? But I think they took it out now. Right? Yeah, it, it may. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking they. Yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah. we talked about it back then, yeah. and it, it was definitely mm -hmm. there. Yeah, it was still there. They may be more creative. Yeah. I don't know. They, they they came out with all the homes they're buying and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. They like <laughs> the wisdom. They like wisdom of God. 
Yeah. Christian, the thing is all out. It's a, if you put it on a website, it's a forever. Everybody can see it. We are hiding nothing. Yeah. So these people, they are, uh, 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 they are basically a movement created by the enemy. Mm -hmm. But they have to target a big, large group mm -hmm. that feel like they're victims. And they started from there. Now yeah. we know they'll lie. Uh, but here's the thing. Why did I see that? No, many of my friends will see it. Yeah. Because, again, the knowledge will help you make a living. Somebody said this is better. And the wisdom will help you make a life. Yeah. So, I can save my life and just... Staying away from uh, black lives matter. <laughs> because you go in the street, they shoot you, they find a reason to shout at a media. Yes. But you are a victim who are fighting for bigger cause you thought you were part of. Yeah. But they're just making you a victim. They are using you for their own again. Right. So I stay away. If I go on the street, you find me on the street <laughs> protesting. Will be for Jesus. <laughs> I'll be talking about Jesus or how what, what, What's the last protest you went yeah. to? <laughs> no, people waste time thinking there's a, a bigger thing they can be doing. But here's the thing a man needs to fight. And if you don't fight your spiritual warfare, you'll end up physical. And the physical mm -hmm. is divorce. Yeah. So it bothers me that every time I come, I find another divorce. For some of my friends, oh, yeah. divorcing, divorcing. And the Americans to Americans. Yeah. For me, I'm African married to American. It, it's harder. Yeah. It, it's a terrible, it, because, I mean, my situation, it's impossible to stay with the woman I have. Yes. It's impossible. It really is. No man can make it. Yeah. How is that happening? Because yeah. it's not us. Right. We gotta stick with the Bible. Bible says uh, nothing, no one should separate. Yes. Well, God brought it together. Right. And the God brought us together. We know. Right. No one could have done it. Right. How were you able so, to speak English to her? <laughs> yeah, we planned a wedding uh. before I speak English. <laughs> a word of wedding it came out of my mouth. No, 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 what it is. <laughs> and I understood it when I said it. <laughs> it's just, that, that's a miracle. But that's right. you know what really keeps us together because I right. spoke English. Right. Is that God brought us together. Yeah. So we'll stay together. Yeah. But it's somehow, when I come back, I find these victims. Mm. I talk to men and say, my wife was not safe. She did this or If I whatever. talk to the wife, you say, my husband really pretends to be a preacher, but he's not. He's, he's a hypocrite. He's, he's, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, it's different at home. They don't understand themselves. Right. You know? So, the devil is at work, but I managed to train a friend to pray. Nice. So let's let's fight. But I I didn't teach him to pray. I guess I woke him to the fight, spiritual warfare. Ah. He never fasted once in his life. He's fifty. He never fasted. Oh wow! <laughs> but he told me another interesting thing. Even beside fasting, I never missed a meal by accident. Wow! Because every time he gets hungry, there is a food. 
I ride it with him in a car. There's always a food. I'm like, man, you are made out of food. <laughs> so, I told him, you know, you're going through divorce. So let's pray. Yeah. Okay. He actually kind of, you know, put himself together like a religious person thinking, oh. we are going oh. to pray. <laughs> 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 do I kneel? Do I kneel? <laughs> That's not what I said. We're not going to pray now. But we're going to plan on a big prayer. Yeah. It's like, okay, what are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, let's take an hour. Is that like an hour, 60 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do we do for the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff we can do, traditionally. Yeah. Bring a coffee and have <laughs> sit down and talk. It's a, this is a prayer meeting. Right. And then it will say a prayer for two minutes and then go home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'll say two minutes, really, it doesn't get to two minutes. It's a yeah. long time. Right. You know? Because you know the tradition of oh, You say, that was a long prayer. Somebody's going to say that. That yeah. was a long prayer. Because we were not praying. We were just listening to you. Right. So I took this man in a prayer room and said, now we are going to pray for an hour. Well, actually, I timed him out. Uh Say, okay, here's the thing. You pray. You tell God whatever you want to tell Him. And yeah. don't be afraid. Yeah. So I prayed. After five minutes, I can tell He's done. Never done it over five minutes. He right. never done it. This is a bigger push. So I prayed. After an hour, amen, we went home. He said, man, I listened to you. You're not repeating yourself. You really got a lot of stuff to say. <laughs> say Jesus, yeah. come, Jesus, yeah. come, <laughs> Jesus come, Jesus come, Jesus come, yeah, Jesus come, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes that's a good prayer, but yeah, yeah. it's very repetitive. <laughs> this is not about me. It's about him. He's in a trouble. I'm not. Right. The next day, we come back. He pushed the five minutes. No. But remember. The divorce is pushing. It's, it's you gotta sign the papers. It's yeah. happening. So on the third day, and when I say third day, it's not Monday, Tuesday. I'm talking about the other week because it's uh, once a week. Yeah. The man came, beaten up, afraid. Really has a lot to tell God. Uh, he prayed two hours. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so my. Uh, my uh, super power thing, <laughs> one hour, I read out, <laughs> I'm watching my friend, Joseph. I'm like, come on, is he going to stop? Is he you done know? yet? <laughs> <laughs> After two hours, he's like, oh, yeah, now, you, now you know how other people feel <laughs> when you're praying. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, now he felt mercy for me. He said, hey, I don't want to take much of your time. Like, we can stop, we can go home. Uh, see you next week. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> you just pray two hours, you know. Now, he's going to bring all his problems to God. Yeah. He's not saying a prayer this time. Yeah. He's doing the real thing. He's yeah. praying. Now, not, not just saying a prayer. Yeah. He's communicating with God. Yeah. Yeah. And when you communicate, there's a lot happening. Yes. So that is one saved, marriage saved. It's been a while. Uh, about over six years. Wow. They're still together. Yeah. Maybe the problems are still there, but still they're still together. Yeah. We all have problems. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard one preacher say even even the the ladies would have had problems with Jesus cooking fish for breakfast or something. You know, something wouldn't work. You know, with him. Oh yeah. What did you gonna go? Did you brush your hair? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Something. That would have been a problem if there was a woman really and that morning. And that's you know I think important too for us in our homes, right? A prophet's without honor except in his own home. Oftentimes, individuals that we're closest to mm. are the ones we need to give the most grace yeah. to, mm. the most mercy. Yeah. It is still God in their lives. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, for the ladies, yes, us men are idiots. Yeah, yeah we do these mm. things, we do, yeah. But, you know, giving that grace, giving that mercy. You're not going to help them just because you argue better. Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah. It's that you pray alone. Yeah. Then you bring that power to the table. Yeah. My wife does it great. If you have yeah. a conflict, she goes away and pray. I go away and pray. Yeah. We come back with a solution. Yeah. Because we know we are not smart enough to make it. It's God, how do I need to change? Yeah. Not God mm -hmm. change that one, the mm -hmm. other one. The, yeah. Is it there? And this is the foundation of the whole church thing. Yes. It's not a good pastor who speaks better. I've right. seen a lot of pastors who are on a third wife mm -hmm. in the same church, by the way. And you think, how many times did he have to convince the church that it's his wife's fault? Yeah. Uh, that, that, that one left, that was not my fault. Yeah. The church agreed. The other one goes, uh, <laughs> let me tell you this. <laughs> We gotta stop this church in all sense. <laughs> because you will have to be a person who hinders people to go to heaven. Yeah. In a mega way. Because you're leading mega church and you're. That's scary. You're showing people the way. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you say it the other way. Yeah. The way you show is the way. You yes. Do it. Yes. So whenever. Because you live back, your belief. Yeah. Whenever I come back, I find a more divorce. Mm. If I don't, I lose friends mm. because we usually have a dinner with friends. Hey, let's meet. Those ones don't want to meet anymore. <laughs> and you know something is happening. Yeah. You know, they know you're missionary. You're probably being talking to God. You're gonna tell them. Yeah. No God is saying they don't want that. Well, they. <laughs> anyone that knows you knows that. Yeah. They're going to invite you in your, into the home mm -hmm. because that's who you are. You're part of yeah. the body. You're a brother. Mm -hmm. And if the home's a mess, yeah. you know, Jesus will come visit you. Yeah. You mm -hmm. don't need to come to our house. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come to your better place. Yeah, we'll, we'll be dressed yeah. right there. Don't we'll look right there. And they will feel judged. Mm. But this particular friend who went there, and my wife is very sensitive to the Holy Spirit, so mm. she can feel. Yes. She asked this probably ten times. So are you guys okay? Oh, we we good. Oh, we are just fine. That they know how to play a couple. Mm. Hey, they will be really close. My wife and I will come to your house. Don't be surprised. 
she might be sitting far away from me. Right. We don't think about this. Because we don't play marriage thing. You're not there to <laughs> demonstrate something yeah. different than So me. I found this so many times. I told my wife, you don't you don't need to pretend. Mm -mm. And if I tell you that I love you, watch my face. I mean it. Yes. Every time. Yeah. And I probably don't say it many times, but when I do, I yeah. want her to know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so she used to be from beginning she would be I mean she would come and sit with me in the same seat. Yeah. Designed for one person. Right. And I'm like, what are you doing? I just want to be close to you. Yeah. So, you don't need to pretend. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's okay. So when I gave her insurance that I'm not the kind of man who would leave her. Right. She got comfortable with that. She yeah. gotta sit anywhere. Yeah. Knowing we are in this together. Yeah. But when we visit these couples we can tell. Mm. And for her, she can tell. Oh, yeah. Easier. Yeah. So she keep asking, so anything we can pray for? These people have no problem. No problem. We leave, you know, we always have it two years away. Right. Then we hear the news, they separate. I'm like, come on, that couple, that very most loving couple, the, like, they're the pillars of the church. I mean, for God's sake, they're the best, they're the head of deacons, yeah, you know? Yeah. They're separated. If you try to reach one of them, they are unreachable. Hmm. Because the reason why a husband leave a wife, because he found a better wife somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's what he thinks. Better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the wife has been dying to just taste another sin somewhere. Yeah. So they're all diving into sins yeah. of their own choice. Yeah. They don't want you to talk them out of it. Mm. So we keep losing friends like that. So there's a, a one particular church I went to, very receptive, very open. Mm. Again, one of those churches that are really seeking God no credits. Um, mm. I sat there, I felt like a heaviness on every man sitting there. Mm. Then I said, man, what are you dealing with? What's going on with a man in this church? Mm -hmm. well, they end up all coming, we pray for them, but there is one particular man I kept watching mm -hmm. while I'm speaking. He was about to cry. Mm. And he's sitting here with his wife, looks like <laughs> an approval officer, sitting with him, <laughs> make sure he doesn't go anywhere. Sit up, sit up straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're slouching. You're so <laughs> I said, you know, wives, please, let your husbands go. Just give them some freedom. Let them go. And this is the message I just wish I can tell every American woman. You're beautiful. You're created for a purpose. You are enough. God loves you. But you don't have to be defined by that man staying very close to you every day. Yeah. Let the men think. Because this is how the men live their lives. Mm -hmm. They need a man cave to think. Yeah. But how long can he sit there before wife will come with a piece of pizza? But that's uh, a fish pole. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to get you out get there. You out you know? there. <laughs> so she's going to interrupt a good idea you are trying to come up with. 
because men are visionary. Yeah. Uh, and they don't have to be so smart. They just have to be men. Yeah. If you give a freedom to a man, he will make you life so much easier. Yeah. As if you think about this, your wife could make more money, but she still need a gift from you mm -hmm. because it came from you. Yeah. And you spend some money. Yeah. And that means the responsibility still comes back to the men. Mm -hmm. You have the children, they will stay with their mom for a long time, but when you come home, mm -hmm. you have authority to correct them. Yeah. But today, you got a man, now, this is uh, backward, a child is the boss, then a wife, then a husband. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, especially, yeah, that's the big yeah. thing now, right? Mm -hmm. Is the children can decide yeah. and we can take them away from the parent, and yes. then, uh, yeah, and yeah. California now is putting in a paper, Yeah, it's illegal. It, now a child is the boss. Yeah, it's it's horrible. And a wife is a, a tool. A husband is nothing. She not even exist. Yeah, I I, I don't even know what their so, purpose is. It, <laughs> I don't. You gotta have uh, you gotta have a lot of. Uh, well, what, what, you don't even need parents anymore, right? Just have the government do it all. Even a machine kind of raise. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so if. Uh, government want to do something with your child and you refuse you end up in prison it's not a spiritual I mean we had a conversation this morning mm -hmm. government does not exist for a secular leadership they are religious try to overthrow Christianity that is yep. just all is there yep. there is nothing else so it's a religion if you want to separate what God put together. Yeah. I mean, God brought me together with my wife, but he was intent, he intended to bring out our children yeah. as a new generation. So I have a church at my house. Yeah. Unless I refuse to be a pastor, then... Actually... Uh, I don't know what... Yeah, then you just... Uh, uh, if I refuse... Uh, the government is there to take care of it. Yeah, there you go. They'll <laughs> <laughs> take care of it. <laughs> so this is the, the, the main fight. A man have to come back to his leadership. Because everything rises and falls on the leadership, as Max Warren say. And your leadership, you can drop it. You can refuse to lead. But then, you're preparing for failure. Yeah. If you want a success, you need to fight for it. Right. You need to be a leader. So that's what I see. Very sad. And the whole thing, the whole push was, in America, was this empowering of women, mm -hmm. and it turned into a destruction of women. Yeah. And so now, it's like, even their girls mm -hmm. can't even, like, compete in sports with other girls. They gotta have boys compete with them, and they're, the girls, they're trying to yeah. change them to boys, and, and it's just, it, always going after that. You know, the heart of how God made things. But also think about these boys. Yeah. They lost a chance to be men. Yeah. They're victims. What is a man <laughs> now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Masculinity is toxic, right? The toxic masculinity, all that, you know. And when they come up with those names. Yeah. It, it's the, the strength of being a man. 
And this is not stopping just to man. It's a climbing up to God himself. Right. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> uh, they're trying to bring him down to be neutral. Yeah. Re rejecting everything yeah. that he's... And, and it's interesting, yeah. too, when you talk about uh, some of the things with the divorce and remarriage and all that stuff. And I am amazed at how many, you know, people that confess to be Christians really would have a problem with a homosexual couple coming to their church and they'd be like, oh, you know, they're, they're in sin and they'd be able to, you know, make them uncomfortable. But how many divorced and remarried people do they have in the church? And I'm pretty sure that's basically the same kind of falling short of the glory of God, right? So there's is, an imbalance uh, there. We need to understand uh, what religious, what religion can do to us, and run yeah. ahead of time. Because again, these homosexuals they come to us, they come to church. Mm -hmm. Why do you think they have to come to church? Yeah, they're not coming to see. The pastor, or no. some other people who come together. Right. There is something inside of them that is looking for God. Yes. It has nothing to do with us. Right. Unless they are on a mission. Yes. To shut down this church and yes. make it their own. Yes. Because of this happened to me. Yes. They went to this church and they lost the pastor and they just old, old church. And I think the young ones were in their sixties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I'm just there and speaking, and it's almost like nobody's gonna give me a microphone yeah. because there's no leader. Oh yeah. And then I find out that there is a, a couple in the back. These are two human beings that really shocked me. I mean, I hear this on TV. I haven't seen them right. for real. They're giants. They're big. Yeah. They're tall and big. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was telling some friends of mine the other day. Yeah. I was like, "There's giants in the land now." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You haven't <laughs> seen them yet? They're they're around." So they're sitting in the back with a long dress to their feet, long wigs on their heads. They almost look like. Well, I thought, if these are no angels, they're demons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so they, something supernatural yeah, going on here. <laughs> so they talked to me. The sad thing, these ones are not looking for God. Uh -huh. These ones brought their God with them. Yeah. They're so arrogant, they want to correct everything I say. Yeah. They are telling me to change they told me to be careful, things are changing. Yeah. I never forget that, but as soon as they finish talking, I say, hey, God never changed though. Yeah. And that bit to their head, but somehow, they think they read the Bible, so they can criticize it. Yeah. But they came to church. Now here's the thing. Yeah. If you want to buy good, nice meat, you don't go to the pharmacy. To just right. You don't go you know, to, to the auto shop. Auto shop. You yeah. Know, I need some uh, good. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, brakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> headlights. What do you? What do you? But they do that. They're doing that. Mm. You know. You are coming to church knowing 
the product you're looking for is not sold here. Yeah. But you want us to bring it. Well, we could change the market. I would appreciate Freemasons because they're not Christians. Yeah. They have their own church. They don't yeah. come to mess with us. <laughs> you know, they have their own ability. Yeah, do your own thing. Okay. <laughs> Find homosexuals a church, a building, go yeah. there. Then you will know you're stuck in your own building. Yeah. But you're coming to us so we change for you. Yeah. So you see, the government money, well, it's no government money, it's people's money. Yeah. The government is using it to suppose the systems things. are there to take the money, move yeah. it, do all this. Yeah. So you will pay to ruin yourself with your tax. Yeah. Yeah. They'll come back to destroy you. Yeah. So we we don't have to fight physically. No. But I'm hoping the church gets the message. We need to pray, and this is what I've been teaching in the church: praying. American prayer has been always kneel down and tell God, God, please, I need this. Yeah. This is not going to change what we see. Right. American people need to learn a prayer that commands. Yeah. And it's a prayer that commands spirit to sit, like you tell a dog, sit. Yeah. And a very well nice trained dog will sit immediately because you yeah. train them. Yeah. And the spirits, evil spirits are trained well. They, yeah. they are made, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, they're they're really ticked off right now. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're 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 desperate. Yes, if they're desperate for America. Absolutely. And they they're losing yeah. it so bad. But Americans don't know. You can tell them to see. Yeah, I bet I I don't know. I, I'm thinking most people don't realize it. Um, I've listened to them pray many times. Yeah. So there is a, this thing uh, they, they hear about from Africa, casting demons out. They don't know what it is. But they know what they're trying to pray. So demonization here is big. Oh, yeah. People are demonized. Oh, all over. But they look nice. They don't look like Africa. Right. Well, a, so, a lot of it, the, there's not so much a physical manifestation yeah. mm -hmm. it's it's in their thoughts and the now, designs and the big problem is Americans are trying to pray for demons to leave people yeah Jesus never did that no he told he spoke to them yeah said leave get out <laughs> for us we still have that name in Jesus name I command you go it's yeah. a simple it's a simple formula yeah. Americans are not trained to do that. Well, the reason, or one of the reasons, a big reason, mm -hmm. is because they missed the first step, right? Yeah. You submit yourself unto God. Mm -hmm. Resist the devil and he'll flee from yeah. you. There was, even in this place, not too yeah. long ago, there was some individuals with some demonic activity. Mm -hmm. And and there was some that, oh, you got to run, you got to anoint this, you got to do this, you got to do mm -hmm. this. I'm like... How about I would just come and bring the presence of the Holy Spirit? Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those demons aren't here right you now. You have to go to <laughs> They're not yeah. comfortable here. You go to to know how to fight. It's a simple. You can't just learn to fight by staying home. Right. And uh, the consequence is that many, many people in the most developed world, they are compromised to be more inclusive. Yeah. And inclusivity. Tolerate. Oh, man. Yeah. It's becoming big.
and I have seen it. I've seen it in a, in a, in a Christian community where people, when you come, it comes like we just said the word homosexual, mm -hmm. they can say that mm -hmm. because they will be excluding. You're like calling somebody out, or, yeah. Or, yeah. And guess who is speaking more truth? The secular conservative people. Yeah. You listen to this, a journalist. They don't believe in a God. Yeah. But they are calling things in their own names. They're just more truthful <laughs> than the preachers. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty ironic. Yeah. So that. That makes me angry. And here, uh, pastors saying people are living in churches. Well, they are tired of lies. They are tired of cowardness. They can't stand it. Yeah. I discovered most people who left the church recently, some of them are far away from God, some of them are still trying, but most of them are apostolic people. Because apostolic people, they get tired of doing the same thing. Yeah. So they left. But unfortunately, nobody trained them to be who they are. Yeah. So they they just feel disappointed and they leave. Yeah. I talked to so many of them. They don't know what they want. They have no idea of what to do even, I would imagine. Yeah. And that's the biggest challenge in life. Yeah. Not knowing what to do. Well, and, and the time we're in, we're we're in a... A whole new day, um, you know. People talk about the end times and stuff, and you know, last days. I figure we're on the very last hour. <laughs> days is a thousand years. Thousand, I don't know how long the hour is going to last. Probably for some years. I don't know. Um, and and we've been there for a while. But one thing that I've seen is, and the thing that always frustrated me, like you're talking about that frustration, was the whole everything about the previous age. I just didn't fit. <laughs> it it didn't work yeah. for me, mm -hmm. for how God created me. Yeah. And so, because He created for me for this hour, mm. for today, for right now, yeah. so that when there's a missionary that can mm. share a word, yeah. we can share it. Um, and so, it, it was very frustrating. How come that what we're doing is so simple, it can reach more people. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, we didn't spend any money. No. <laughs> it's all free. Yeah. How come the people are spending millions of dollars and nobody got saved really and, right. and all that planning and the millions of dollars are spent? They can't tell you what came out. Well, the focus is often on the wrong thing, right? Mm. Numbers. Measuring impact by numbers. Feeling the bodies. The, the, the power of like the podcast thing and stuff I'm doing, the mm. broadcasting. Yeah. One, one of the biggest things that I would see as a success mm. is someone that's in their deepest, darkest hole that has no hope being able to hear the voice yeah. of the Father. Mm. Whatever it is yeah. that they hear that word. Because it doesn't even have to be the words we share. Mm. We're sharing the Spirit. Yeah. The people can actually hear something different yeah. <laughs> I've listened to my old mm -hmm. sermons of mine yeah. several times, and they're mm -hmm. different <laughs> because the Holy Spirit's also <laughs> yeah. adding. It wasn't you, it right? Wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm not listening to me. I'm yeah. listening to what the Father was saying through me. Mm -hmm. um, because I figured too, if I'm going to be speaking mm -hmm. 
for God. It should be something that's a lasting word, <laughs> so I can go back to that. Yeah. And you know, I know some people have different things with listening to their own messages, but yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. I get so I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, who was that? <laughs> and there's yeah. some old ones. I was like, there was when I was doing the evangelist thing. I was like, oh, that's pretty strong stuff, dude. That's, that's <laughs> well, we are coming to a time if somebody's ready to be used by God, you would love to hear yourself speak again. Yes. Yeah. We, you, you've been available. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you this. If you don't run with whatever is running, mm -hmm. running your race, stay your land, God will find you. And it may not look like a successful today. Yeah. Uh, you you may not have a lot of views. <laughs> right. That's what we're right. looking for. Right. But what we look for is the person of peace. Yes. Somebody who uh, preached... Somebody preaches really good sermon and spends so much yeah. energy. Oh, wow, the spirit was really yeah. moving. Oh, and one time, there was just one a guy who got saved. There was a very grown. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> become more famous than the preacher. But what we do is not necessarily the bodies. We don't feel the bodies in a bag. <laughs> we, <laughs> right? <laughs> the body bag. <bags> <laughs> find a lot the souls of men that are lost the soul yeah that's and what can, God's doing in America even. Yes. he's, he's mm. bringing back the soul yeah. of America it's all yes. about the soul mm. yeah and uh, interesting you say the soul of America oh man that's a that, that's the thing Biden was running with you know mm -hmm. the soul of America we need to when he said the soul, I thought, oh my goodness, these guys are religious people. Yeah. They just came from the prayer meeting. Yeah. <laughs> they decided we're going to save the soul of America. They killed it. Yep. Well, now we need to respect it. <laughs> but somehow, they don't know what they're doing. No, I, honestly, no. I see them no. as uh, kids playing with the toys. Uh, yeah. And... and yeah, it's like it's like they're playing with the grown-up toys and yeah. they have no idea what it is. <laughs> yeah. What's this busting destruction yeah. mean? Let's push yeah. that one. Oh, yeah. Or or the kids that like to go and knock yeah. over all the... You know, there's the big, mm -hmm. beautiful sandcastle. Yeah. Let's knock it over. Let's do this. Uh, yeah. well, the amazing thing is that when a God shows up and he decides to use people who don't know him mm -hmm. and, and just passion, passionate yeah. people say, you know, there comes a, a, a man who doesn't believe in God. He's so powerful. He's got the power. He's got the money. Yeah. Then he starts to defend God's <laughs> cause. Yeah. I mean, how beautiful is that? Oh, God's got key people yeah. in just the right places. Mm -hmm. It's a small yeah. amount of people, really, yeah. uh, in comparison with things. But a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Yeah. One of the messages last night that the Holy Spirit was sharing through someone I was listening to as I was mm -hmm. doing work was that one of the ways that you activate leaven is heat. Mm. You know, they put the leaven in the dough and then put it where it's warm. Mm. And and yeah. God's heating some stuff yeah. up right oh, now yeah. <laughs> to now, release the leaven. That demonstration of uh, <coughs> a stew. Yes. In Africa, we don't have a refrigerator system. Or we do, but back in the days, yeah, yeah. people saw a good, nice stew, but it saved it. As a leftover, they said this on in the morning. Yeah. The ends are crawling all over. Yeah. 
But I still remember back in days, those are big balls you see yep. in the middle and they're just metal. Yeah. It was so easy to get rid of ants because you just put it back on fire. You put it back on, <laughs> yeah. A little extra so, protein, it's not yeah. going to burn anything. <laughs> so you put it back on a fire, all the ants are far off, burns. The ones inside are fine, it's a meat. And it kills off so, the disease. Yeah. There is that. <laughs> it was... Uh, it's so beautiful that, that that's simple. The only work we need to do is actually start the fire. Mm. These ants will crawl, but they will burn. Yeah. And these wars we are fighting, these arguments, these uh, wars going all over the world, we always get physical when we feel spiritual. Yeah. Because if we fight well spiritually, we don't need to get physical in the end. Yeah. But you see how many people are dying, and uh, how many people are, are victims of us no fighting spiritual. Right. Or they die physically. Yes. So what we need to do is really every house, it's not even the people come together start some kind of church at that place. Right. No. Yeah. Every house needs the altar yeah. of fire. And know that your family is praying. My family is praying. So all of a sudden you've got a fire everywhere. Right. When we come together, the world will see. Yes. Something is going on. And that was the plan, right? Jesus said they will know you're my disciples yeah. by your love. Yeah. The kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. The violent take it by force. Jesus talked about that. And he talked about with John the Baptist. He said, since John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has been violently advancing. Where was the violence? So John the Baptist is there, and he's like, repent. Turn to God. Roman soldiers are coming to him. He's like, be content with your pay. (laughs) Don't extort money. You know, things like this is what he's teaching. That's the violence. The opposite now, walking in love instead of what the world does. It's not a, a physical violence. It's love and peace and joy and those things. When people see that in our lives, it makes them mad. You ever have a bunch of angry people because yeah. you're at peace, dude? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're telling you you're yeah. the one that's not at peace? They hate that. Yeah. <laughs> just walk in the factories here and um, just a new guy in town and looking at me, having conversation and uh, my words just bothered them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you need to learn how to cross. The music composition to go better. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a few four-letter words in there and it'll go better. <laughs> okay, uh, save. <laughs> this other guy kept looking at me. You need to learn how we speak. Like, how do you speak? We have a composition. It's no, no, no. There's some, some other, you know, recipes. You know, you add it to words, every you word. Need you need the blankety blank blank. Yeah, I'm like, uh, that's not, I'm not going there. Yeah. If you don't like it, I'm not going there. That's just not me. Yeah. But somehow, that's a poison we need to add to our food. That's a, that's a good point. Because think about it. It's individuals saying, you need to change, so I'm more comfortable. I don't think we should. I don't think we should ever have that really kind of attitude, right? Yeah. You have to change, because our peace and all that's in Him. Yeah. I don't. 
remember any situations in the walk of Jesus as he's doing his ministry where he was uncomfortable? Mm. Thinking? And if you think about that walk of violence we're talking about, if you're stuck in the mud, uh, to get out is violent. Yeah. You seem violent because you're pushing the mud off your boots just to walk. You feel like it's a glue. And this is what it is. We are walking yeah. and it's hard. It gets harder because we are surrounded by enemy everywhere. And systems and people yeah. and things are connected to us yeah. as we're breaking out of yeah. that. But like, the truth will get you out. Yes. But the truth will violently move stuff yes. out of the way. And it can be very upsetting yeah. for the systems, for the individuals, yeah. for things. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I think, said it's something like, you know, the house will be divided. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Sons against mm -hmm. fathers and so on and so forth. He brought a sword and out of peace. Yeah. So he expected us to be violent. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Because he's a dark sword for the good for good of ourselves and the people who listen to us. It's really interesting that the sword of uh, the Spirit is uh, you stab someone yeah. to bring them to life. Yes. The sword of the world, you stab people to and take life. Kill them. Out of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, that violence is really killing something in the Spirit. Yeah. You stab somebody to save this person. It's a circumcision of the yeah. heart. Mm -hmm. So there's something you're going to kill yeah. in the spirit yes. to rescue that person. Well, I would say, I would go, um, you know, flesh, mm. right? Mm. Putting that to death. Walking in the spirit mm. uh, rather than in the flesh, yeah. I think, mm. um, is the way I would say it. But, yeah. Mm. And that's where that circumcision of the heart, so your mind, your will, your emotions, mm. and these things are now on him. And it's a process. I, I didn't realize for myself mm -hmm. how much fear I had in my life. Yeah. Always a fear of, you know, I didn't do it right. I ran out. I'm going to run out of time. I'm not going to be finished. I'm just just um, things that the enemy was able to implant in me over the years. Didn't even realize mm -hmm. how much until mm -hmm. God started shaking it off. And I really like, you know, you're talking about the back straight now. You can feel it. I really like the way he's working in my life because mm -hmm. he's doing progressive healing on me physically yeah. and also in my soul setting mm -hmm. me free and I'm seeing step by step as he's doing it yeah. and I I'm thankful for that rather than some instant thing this mm -hmm. has been since January basically it's been a real long process and really you know my life <laughs> so um, but I'm really thankful for it you know feeling even bones pop as yeah. something that I couldn't <laughs> move before now I can move and things mm -hmm. like that and yeah. And and seeing how he's also doing that in the body, mm -hmm. in the body of of, yeah. of the church or whatever you people call he's it. He's refining, he's refining everybody who is obedient because mm -hmm. he he can't he can't afford to take a you know to take you on the journey. Right. When you still got all evil stuff on you, he's just refining it, everybody. You know? There's too much yeah. that. The Holy Spirit's manifesting in the world like never before. Yeah. You saw him hovering over the face of the deep in, in Genesis in the beginning. Yeah. And then you don't really hear from him and stuff for a while and he's coming, you know. And but now he's outpouring all over the place. He's moving all over the place. 
you know, we were able to visit and talk about Iran and mm -hmm. things. And, and isn't it amazing how the Holy Spirit was able to share so much already? Just mm -hmm. not because we set up some meetings or we had a conference or we had the experts coming in, but we just mm -hmm. went and walked with the Spirit. And I've already gained a lot from today, personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's what it has to be. And the God is in the center of it. And what he's asking for is so simple. It's, mm -hmm. it's, he said, my yoke is easy. He wasn't joking. Yeah. The burden really is light. Yeah. It's, it's all the heaviness I had, yeah. I put on myself. Yeah. I, I was accepting infirmities yeah. from the enemy, yeah. walking in them, thinking I had to, mm. or that it was just part of life, or yeah. not paying attention to the fact that mm. I was taking this burden on, that I was allowing this worry, this weight. I wasn't casting my cares on Him. No, Jesus is a simple. I mean, he's li He lived a life that is so simple to everyone to see. It's almost like a child could understand yeah. it. <laughs> but somehow we need to realize that sooner yeah because you can do a lot of work and sweat lose everything yeah thinking you're serving God right you just did nothing yeah you know? and, and be doing all kinds of whatever programs or, or outreaches or who knows you know however it manifests in your life church things mm -hmm. um, I've seen you know ministers you know yeah. wear themselves out doing all kinds of stuff yeah that's uh, that's the thing we need to focus on. Uh, God, uh, the, the best thing God has done in my life. Most of the time, I almost missed it. Yeah. Uh, because I wasn't expecting that simple. Yeah. I'm looking for something more powerful. Yeah. And this or is yeah, so yeah. yeah. Then you expect a big thing. Yeah. Or like a feeling, or yeah. a, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, what happened, what was the big thing that happened at the yeah. service where Billy Graham gave his heart to the Lord? Mm. When Billy Graham got saved, you, you remember hearing about all that? Yeah. Regular <laughs> service or whatever, I mean, so That's, many things have I'm happened. I'm sure the guy went back home disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be surprised. Oh man, I, for, I totally forgot yeah. that one point. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is your family ready for you? Yeah. Cool. They know. I guess they've done everything they could. And yep. They're ready to go. Cool. Oh. Well, say a prayer. Yeah. We're still recording, so we're good. Mm -hmm. Father God, you have always been a faithful in all we do. And there's no doubt what you're doing. You can do it with or without us. We're just people who stand in the way. We don't want mm -hmm. to miss anything. No. And we stand in your way so you can pick us up and just take us wherever you want. And I pray, Lord, that you reach the world with your message. You can yeah. use our mouth, you can use our actions, our character. Mm -hmm. But Lord, as we travel, travel with us. As we move around, walk, meet people, be with us. We have mm -hmm. nothing to hold on to. We have nothing else to boast we got nothing else to be proud of other than that you live in our lives and that we can approve it. So, Father God, I pray that as we separate right now, then it's going to work, I'm going to do other stuff with the family, we're going to be meeting people. Yep. Let your Holy Spirit move with us. And Lord, speak to the nations, speak to all the people. 
continue to improve us. We cannot forget, Lord, when you speak to us, everything is so much better. We would love to hear your voice every single hour we're awake, even in our dream. Yeah. So I pray that you continue to walk with us, Lord, and uh, guide us, guide our path, so we don't even do too much that is mm -hmm. not in your will. Right. Because in your will, everything is so simple. Yep. If you want to call us to some place, to somebody, Lord, we are ready. Yeah. And I thank you for this moment that you uh, gave us. And I know mm -hmm. you have done it so much, and yep. much less that we have done. Yep. But you do more with less, and you it's all less when we do more for yep. our own yep. strength. Yep. So I pray, Lord, the teachers to be simple, yep. to be satisfied with the simplicity. Yeah. Because that's where your power manifests and it does so much more. And I thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that uh, we're able to trust you, to know that it's your story, um, that you're the one that's writing it, and we just are living in the scenes as yes. you give them to us. And yes. so help us to just release that to you, to know that it's you. That it's not about what we do, it's about who you are and who you're making us. You created us for this time with a purpose, with a plan, uh, with places for us to be. And in you, there's so many options. Yeah. So help us be aware of those that are the best options. Help us to choose the best fruit. Mm -hmm. Help us to be the ones that are able to produce the hundredfold rather than the thirty or the sixty. Mm -hmm. um, as we get out of the way and let you do what only you can do. Holy Spirit, I'm thankful for your outpourings. I'm thankful that this year is a year of outpourings. I thank you that you arranged this specific time, this specific day, this specific place, not for this time and place, but as an opportunity to broadcast your word into the world. And not just into the physical world, but into the spiritual realms, um, angels, hearing what you're doing, finding out assignments. Um, I thank you, Lord, that you are sending your angels into the harvest field and pulling out the weeds. Help us, Lord, to be aware of each step we take, each place we go, each person we interact with, and to enjoy creation. Help us to enjoy our families. Help us to just be men hanging out. Help us to just be family people. Help us to just be husbands and fathers. And not just be so unbalanced in our lives that we see so often happen. Uh, you, Lord, can keep us sober-minded. You, Lord, can help us to allow your spirit to circumcise our heart as you separate with your word, even joint and marrow, soul and spirit. And all of a sudden we find out the freedom that we have is a freedom to love, a freedom to serve, a freedom to be your bondservant, your slave of love to others. I thank you that you're changing my heart and giving me compassion. That is not of me. Help us, Lord, to share your love with others. In Jesus' name, amen.